I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. Welcome to Castology, the podcast where we review podcasts that are going to be a Especially niche. Today it's our niche off. <laughs> oh, it is. We've, We've been talked this about it. Yeah. We bitched about it. We've fucked up multiple times. We? We? Oh, I think of us as a collective. I think unit, one so. person has bitched about it. No, maybe two people have bitched about it and one, one person, person has, has fucked, fucked up, up multiple times. times. <laughs> one person see, you just blew your load too early. We like really? Won't. You put it too early. You know what? We'll get it yeah, we'll get it all out and then we can, you know. Anyway, yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Leaker Cross me is Zane C Webber. And to my left is Liz Best. And we're here to review some podcasts, especially niche. This especially week. niche. That's our theme. theme. That's so right. So Nick and I um, were a bit crafty this week, and we mm. decided that we like Zane. Zane went. You know what? I've got confidence in mine. I am so super confident. I'm going to put it up <laughs> on the sheets that we have, the yep. spreadsheet that we have, and it's just going to sit there mocking you. And it's been there for about a year now. I think. Oh, I don't I think, think it's, it's been, been there for that long. It's, it's been, been there. It's been there for a while. A few it was months. Je- definitely during the first part of lockdown that I found this podcast. Right. It might not have been on the spreadsheet immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's been on the spreadsheet for about six months. Yeah. But I just was like, no, you know what? And so Nick and I decided not to put ours on the spreadsheet. Now we're quietly shitting ourselves <laughs> that we're going to recommend the same niche podcast. Yeah. So the rules are that if we recommend the same niche podcast, we automatically lose to Zane. Yep, and that's a, I, that is a completely fair... I've got a really sneaky suspicion based on the kind of really shitty cryptic clues we were giving each other beforehand. I just felt in my waters that our podcast might be similar but not the same. Mm. Da, da, da. Which automatically makes them like less kinda niche. less niche. Yes. Because uh. they're very similar to each other. Or does it mean they're similar to each other but even on a smaller level? Like you can break this category down even fucking smaller. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. But mm-hmm. I think look, Zane, yours is the one that's on the spreadsheet. So we start with and your it's recommendation. Not, yes. And it's not just the the judging category is not just how niche is it, but also is it good? Because yeah. if it's compl- yep. I, there were a lot of podcasts that I came up with that were niche and shit. Yeah, I mean there was that one that popped up on an episode that we recorded um earlier, which was Siri listening to me and then it sent me some demonic fucking Spotify. Podcast, which and I look, there was one in. podcast that I had in contention for a little while because the, the theory of it sounded great and it was called E1 and it was just the first episodes of podcasts that only ever released one episode. Oh, that's a good one. It wasn't though. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was such difficult listening because yeah. when people only release one episode, they haven't it's learned for their lesson. a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like fascinating topic, right? But I couldn't pick it because I didn't believe in the content. Yeah. Well, uh, against type this week, I've chosen a sports podcast called Chestnut Chats. Mm-hmm. Now, what what sport you say? Would is 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 chestnut? Is that an, uh, is it horses? Is it horses? Is perhaps there a team, uh, a sports team called the Chestnuts that this is a podcast about? Isn't it the game where you with the? It's Conkers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is the official 
podcast official of of the Conquer Cup, which is a tri. Uh, I'm, I want to say like tri state area um, in the UK uh, competition of Conquers. Now, what the fuck are Conquers? So chestnuts. It, I will tell you what Conquers are. Yeah, and See, I, only, I only know this because of a lot of the the books that I read as children. They would have children playing Conquers. Conquers. Yeah. So what a conquer is is a chestnut with a hole drilled in it, um, placed on a shoelace that is then knotted to prevent it from falling any falling off. Okay. You then hang that twenty centimeters from your hand. Okay. And then another person hangs their chestnut on a on a shoelace twenty centimeters from the top of their hand, and you take turns trying to smash the other person's chestnut. First chestnut to break off the shoelace loses. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Very popular children's game. It's a very popular children's game, but this is the professional league of conquers, uh, and they produced a six episode season of Chestnut Chats. Uh, now, you might say, Zane, that is, that's pretty niche. Mm. But this isn't a podcast about conkers. This is a podcast that parodies the kind of people that you find in a conkers competition and makes a six-episode season of a podcast about those kinds of people that aren't real. As far as my research... Indicates. I feel like that makes it less niche that if it's made up. If it's because it's a parody, feels like a cheat. No, but the Conquer Cup is real. No, but it feels like the a cheat. The host because- is real and involved with there, but they haven't used real names of the people of their guests. They they have guests and they have. But is it news. fiction? Yeah, I feel like that's cheating. No, but ha- you you brought a comedy podcast about laundry. But it was literally about laundry. Yeah, but everyone does. Well, this is literally about conkers. It's just... But it was people's real life stories with laundry. Look, we'll let people decide where, whether this is niche, but this is... This it's a nice is, edge, Zane. <laughs> this is... Uh, mm. Yeah, so this is a comedy podcast about conkers. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's honestly... And it's very well produced, like superb production. You cannot tell that this is... If you you could definitely take this seriously to the point that when I went back to like familiarize myself with this this stuff again, I still second guess like is this legit or I, and then I started googling again trying to find these people trying to find any of the events that they're talking about. I'm like oh, I don't know. So I'm eighty percent sure. I feel like sure. if you fictionalize it, it makes it less niche. Look, the, the the thing that makes me think that it is, and not to spoil, but I'm I'm looking at like the. The, the episode titles and there's two people that are interviewed called Keith McQuiff and Derek Shed Turd. <laughs> well, they obviously don't use real names, but the, some of the names of the people that are involved in the contest are uh, ridiculous because it's regional Britain. Um, and the website for this thing is ridiculous. Like they have, like, what can you it's use instead of conquer? They website. have like a uh, conquer versus a boiled egg, conquer versus a pickled onion. Why conquers are I feel conquers. like it would be more niche if it was real. Well, all of it except the content, the very niche, the very niche <laughs> comedy. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like it's kind of like this is weird. Not this is. I'll funny. reserve my judgment yeah, till I've please. heard it. I, I encourage you to. But yeah, so this is Chestnut Chats, the podcast about. It is very niche, but I feel like it's somehow cheating. I, this I I feel like this is very dependent on the content of the actual show. I just feel like if you make it up, you could be niche please, as fuck, and it's like. Fine. 
listen to it. I 100% stand by this. Okay. okay. This is a masterpiece of right. comedic uh, parody. And I, personally, am not a fan of parody. Very, that is true. Yeah. That is very true. So, yeah, that's my entrance into the niche off the car Chestnut Chats. All right, Liz. Oh, you're going to make me go. Yeah, that's my show. Okay. So, I'm just going to read their intro, see if you can think of what I'm talking about. Okay. From literature to carpentry, from accounting to space travel, the wood-cased pencil and its ancestors have undeniably been at the centre of creation and innovation for centuries. My podcast is called The Erasable Podcast, and it's about pencils. Everyone has a pencil. Just pencils. (laughs) Yes, but how often can you talk about the niche that is pencils? Well, so far, my friend, 172 episodes worth. That is a lot of pencil talk. I know. That is how niche they get when talking about the pencils. So this is. I just want to clarify. Nick, yes or no, is this the same podcast that you brought? It isn't. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I was really hoping. That would have been, I, was, wow, I was legitimately sweating kids. until you started. Like, I was like, oh, thank fucking Christ. <laughs> so it's hosted by um, three veteran pencil bloggers, they call themselves. Um, Johnny Gamba, Tim Wassam, and Andy Weffley. Weffley? I can't remember. Anyway, it's a bi-weekly podcast and it's about the joys of wooden pencils. <laughs> they get different guests on to talk about pencils um like there's one called store-bought pencils um there's one called uh give us your weird which is about weird and interesting pencils um the uh host of a podcast and oh actually i won't say that just in case uh we'll wait till nick has revealed what his podcast is but yes there are so far 172 episodes talking about pencils now some of these episodes are they're usually over an hour um talking about pencils but I rate it. I don't think it's the greatest podcast I've ever heard because I don't love pencils that much. Well, but if we're talking about the quality of the podcast. Quality-wise, I enjoy it, yes. Okay. Quality-wise, it's quite good and amusing how much you can get out of the humble wooden pencil. Yeah. Nick? <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. Jeez. Uh, so my recommendation is a podcast called uh, Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's? <laughs> oh, I love it. And there are 229 episodes. What? (laughs) And the show is literally about investigating about whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's. (laughs) Now, now Nick, one one might might ask the question, Mm. how often do they actually talk about the pizza that was at McDonald's? In these episodes, it's like an investigative journalism thing. <laughs> like it's not, not, not so two hundred episodes, episodes, episodes. How long are these episodes? Oh, it, so it varies from like three minutes. So he'll call up some McDonald's and ask if they sell pizza, right? And they'll hang up on him. They tell him to Google it, <laughs> and then it gets a little bit deeper. And then the episodes start expanding to like ten minutes, and then the max is about fifteen minutes. I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was really uh, worried that you were going to bring the Pen Addict podcast because that was another one that I considered. Oh, um, and oh. there are several times that someone from the Pen Addict guests on the Erasable podcast <laughs> to talk about pencils. I'll, I'll be honest, it was one of the topics I did look up, being like, oh, like what's well, just the most fucking obscure thing? But well, I, was like, I used to just easy. think of what's the, what's the obscure thing. I was like, I was like, podcasts about dust, <laughs> podcasts about lint, podcasts about belly buttons. Like you might hit on it, like containers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which no. inspired this whole thing, you know. No, that was a miss. That was an absolute hit, mm. in my opinion. So yes, whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's? That's so, podcast art is um incredible. That's I I'm glad you fucked up with all of the other <laughs> niche podcasts and put them too early. It is it is better than the other podcasts that you have. Uh, you have like mountain climbing or what yeah. the fuck else? <laughs> this one I had to I had to really think about the question. Yeah. Like, not even, it was like, what do I ask? This is a very Nick niche podcast too. <laughs> I'm, I love it. I love it. It's. A, I'm, I'm going to say I'm impressed with all of our entries. Yeah, because yeah, so yeah. here's this. So, like, we've got comedy parody, whatever the fuck yours is. <laughs> conkers. Comedy conkers. We've got fucking investigative journalism and we've got super informative about pencils and people talking. <laughs> I love that you're like... Investigative journalism. No, no, no. I love it. Like, you've actually got an investigative piece and then you've got a chatty podcast. Like, they're, they're three yeah. very varied podcasts. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm very excited to listen to both of those. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that you are. Oh, I don't. Yeah, you I think honestly. you're least looking forward to mine. Yeah, of course. Of yes. Course. I'm just like chatting a little bit. I, Mm, that one's a tough. That's tough. <laughs> you, I guarantee. I guarantee that both of you will be tickled pink by this podcast. Doesn't mean it'll win a niche off. It doesn't. No, Who knows? it absolutely doesn't. But I, I think both of you will appreciate this podcast for what it is. So okay. the the reason why I picked my pencil podcast though is because how much can you get? of one topic so mm. like it goes so niche into the world of an already niche and outdated object because it's each episode is over an hour long and there's 172 of them about pencils and chatting uh, about pencils and the 229 history. about Peter but look, McDonald's literature carpentry accounting space travel all of these historical pencil see although that's really broad like I just got conkers yeah but mine's <laughs> like it's all it's a conkers and Shoelaces and chestnuts. Yeah, but mine's the nichest object in the broadest context. Yeah, mine's the nichest of the niche. And it's fake. <laughs> it's fiction. Well, it's the podcast cheating. exists. It, it, it is about the Conquer Cup. It's cheating. <laughs> uh, Nick, you well, need to rein this in. I, I just think. hope you guys really enjoy mine. Anyway, we're going to move on to our recommendations. Reviews. Reviews. <laughs> to our reviews of the recommendations that we made last fortnight. And I want to start with Zane's. I recommended, excuse me, that's illegal, which is a podcast about kind of dumb crime or dumb people committing crime, crime that is not hardcore. It, in fact, is quite softcore. Uh, what did you think? So this was in my podcast queue about six months ago. Hmm. And I had it on my list to possibly recommend it. Oh, no. And after listening to five episodes... <laughs> I chose not to. <laughs> Five episodes because, is a long run, though. Because the concept, I kept wanting to love it because the concept intrigues me a lot. But some of the comments that the host made very bro-y. are a bit hmm. dude bro off colour. And it happened a few too many times for me to the point where I was like, even though I adore this concept, 
I will be red for filth if I put it on my list. <laughs> okay. Well, so I'm, I'm happy to accept that filth. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally that the, the content when he actually talks about the crimes is hilarious and I love it and I even kind of like his, you know, silly little intro song that they have. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, the the occasional strange dude broy comment at the start just kind of turned me off a bit. Yeah. How good is the concept though? Ah, oh, and problem, the title. Yeah, the problem is, is that the actual the the core idea of it is is great. And don't get me wrong, Leroy's sure he's a perfectly normal, happy normal person. Normal he's person. A, he's a perfectly. He's <laughs> a perfectly. This podcast. He's weird. He's a perfectly fine person. Um, this was one. It just wasn't funny. It none of the jokes hit for me. It, the tone is set quite early on with the 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 theme song, which is great. I actually really enjoyed it. And then it's like the little the uh, content warning, and it's like may cause anal leakage. And I was like, yeah, that's not funny. That's no. just that's like that's just it's not funny. It at just, all yeah. I didn't think it was funny and then it happens over and over and I was like mm, no this is terrible um, for me I don't I don't mind his delivery of some of the stuff I actually don't mind it but yeah it just is it just it's not funny and I know that the the purpose of it isn't so much to be funny but more to be like to, to go these are stupid things to do why put the things in if yeah not funny. I don't know it's just it's so it's like it's a kind of a the, weird yeah, tonal every imbalance. now and then there was a couple of off color things that I just went oh, I just don't yeah, yeah. um I really like the um, I really like the concept, and I really like. See, the that's title. the thing. Like, I I acknowledge that this ha- this is mm. exactly what it is, and I thought that it would you would get past it because, like, again, like it was kind of like, oh yeah, look, and okay. may- maybe I would have had it come to me purely through your recommendation, and I would have right, listened to yeah. it, but because I was judging it on a would I recommend this, Fair. Yeah. that's where I came at it from, and that's where I like I chose not to put it on my list. So then when I saw it. Pop- up on yours I was like homework done um <laughs> but I did go back and listen to a couple of extra episodes later on just to see if he'd improved and like the delivery is fine some of the stories are funny but yeah the anal leakage and some of the dude broish stuff was just not yeah, for me just none of it really hit for me personally and I and look it is a it is a light show it doesn't get well from the episodes I listen to at least it doesn't get particularly dark it's no. just some stupid crime I'd really like it if yeah. there was a co-host I think so too that would help, um, I think, rein things in a little and bit. And then they could riff off each other. Mm. Um, and then, and then, oh, no, that sounds really mean. Um, I was going to, and, and then. But then it's not, just not It takes not the just pressure off. It takes the pressure off yeah. of Leroy to, to be funny. But, but, that's horrible. No, but that's no, exactly it's, right. It's, so if one, if one person's standing on the stage and talking at you, trying to be funny, and you start cringing, yeah. the chances that you're going to laugh at them start diminishing very yeah. quickly and yeah. like that he has no way to know that his jokes aren't landing so he's just going to keep on doing what he's doing and this is yeah this is the thing there's no filter but i do want to say that i really appreciate what he's doing because doing solo podcasts is really tough it's yeah. really really tough it's hard and you have an excellent excellent concept so i would consider retooling perhaps yeah yeah. Like the concept is great. Your title is Tough. great. Your cover art's great. Just consider retooling your concept maybe. Or tell us to go fuck ourselves and keep yeah, doing honestly, what you're doing. Call us out on the show. <laughs> oh, my God. If you shout me out on your show, I would This listen. is a recommend. Yes. I will sell out. <laughs> Making Please. that clear to anyone who's listening. <laughs> we are dirty, dirty sellouts and, we'll and we it. are not ashamed of it. We'll do it. Um, Liz. 
Okay, so last week I recommended Hit Job, which was basically like a sitcom about a corporation that sells hit people's services uh, with the thinly veiled jabs at a lot of different intellectual property villains. What did we think? Um, the sound design in this is something else. And I mean that in a good way, but I also kind of mean it in a little bad, in a little bit of a bad way. Because I don't know if it was me or if I was listening too loud, but sometimes there are moments that kind of happen that are so fucking loud. Like the pterodactyl loud. (laughs) That's Zane's pterodactyl, Um, not pterodactyl in the podcast. But the sound design itself and the actual performances are are, are, are terrific. And I think that the the thing that I really, really like about this show, and I actually wrote it, it's the thing that that, that brings it all together is that Kilco, Mm. the company they work for, really does feel like a lived-in environment that these characters inhabit. And each character has its own, like, Mm. and like you said, borrowed or parodied personalities that all really fit within the realm of this quite, Mm. I I guess, absurdist story. Um, I'm not, I don't think, I think Pete Davidson is not funny. I don't think, I don't think much of him. But everyone's performance here is bang on. Yeah, well, because Geo wasn't a particularly funny character, though, so it was fine. Did you love, I loved um, Max Greenfield as the Kilco, Schmidt as the Kilco (laughs) rules guy. But, Love that guy. But for me, I think the thing that uh, I think this is pro- probably more of a wider look at podcasts, things like this where they are heavily produced and where it does lend itself more to a visual medium. The thing that I think bothered me probably less about the show and more just about the wider scope of these limited series and bigger stories is that they feel so like the budgets are so huge and the sound is on them is so huge. And it kind of feels like some of these shows, and I don't think Hit Jobs, it's a, it's an issue for Hit Job, but I think just in the wider scheme, some of these shows tend, feels like they're kind of losing their heart a little bit. It does feel a little bit like podcast dick swinging sometimes a, with a, how, yeah, much yeah. They, how far they try to push the soundscape yeah, and let's cast stars element. And for me, it's just kind of like sometimes, I think Knife Point Horror is a really good example yeah. comparatively to the with, with our horror episode where the minimalism of that show is what makes it stand out whereas mm. the other two have impeccable sound design or terrific sound design or however you want to describe it but it does really take a bit of the balance that out of the story that episode was very very clear that the scales were weighted in the favour of the smaller mm. production for yeah. all our recommendations yeah. in saying that I really really enjoyed this I just, love I haven't the, finished it, but I just really excellent. like the fucking humour in it it just made yeah. me giggle anyway I started listening to this and I was immediately in. Um, I don't think Pete Davidson is a good actor. I don't mind Pete Davidson in in anything. Like he's a person, as far as I know. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, look. I'm, I can't. I can't never never met the person. I can't cannot confirm. I don't think he's a good actor. Uh, however, the more I went through this, the as soon as they started to up the laugh per minute rate the more I fell away. Um, I think the first 10, 15 minutes was a really great intro because they weren't going for like insert joke, insert joke, insert joke. Um, And I listened to this uh, around the same time that I started watching a new Netflix show, uh, the first couple of episodes uh, called Inside Job, um, which is about the conspiracy theory agency. And there's a lot of parallels here, and I stopped oh, listening really? to both I of them. Really, I hated Inside Job, but yeah. I really loved Hit Job. And, Too and many honest, jobs. <laughs> I came to this 
to the conclusion that this is a TV show or or like a web animation um, series rather than a podcast. I don't think this really. I, don't, I, I don't felt think this like text it tr- is I f- served I f- by being a podcast. I mm. felt like it trans. I felt like it transcended the need to be visual. I felt like it was a really good yes. podcast version of a TV show that I didn't need the visual. I think for. you could definitely turn this into more of a radio play. Mm. Um, but I, well, what's the difference? What's the difference? So, well, no, a podcast. It could be definitely be a radio play, but this felt to me felt like um, it would be heightened by visuals. Yeah. Mm. Whereas a radio play, you feel is uh, of course, yeah, yeah, is the exact level of like you are getting as much as you can from this text just through audio. Yeah. Um, and performance, like that's I mean, like, you should definitely finish well it. Yeah, I, I I will. Like yeah. I, I have Audible, um um still. So I, I will definitely get through it. I, I got two and a half episodes in. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's really well done. If you if you buy if you get the humor, you I get just the found humor. myself laughing out loud in the car. Like <laughs> I listened to it when I was actually, and this is probably why I didn't notice some of the sound issues. I was on the ferry to going to Stradbroke, and that ferry is fucking loud. <laughs> <laughs> so I had it turned up real loud. Yeah. Um, and had my noise cancelling on, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel like. This actually, like, when I was thinking about it, I was immediately was like, I could picture this on HBO FX, easy, mm. Mm. and that was a lot. I would that, watch that television show. I mean, so would I. So would I. Because, yeah. but for me, I was like, I, I think oh, I started thinking the, the wider th- thing. There's like the a Bane character that, that I think they called him Scourge, Scourge. or something Scourge. like that. Yeah. yeah, he just talks and I still love Hot Car. I will always love Hot Car. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> today, it's my boyfriend. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think for me, I was like listening to it. And I think I kind of had like po- podcast existential crisis because I was like, right, oh, are podcast are these sort of podcasts getting too big where it's becoming? Okay, well, maybe we yeah. need to do a theme that's like little baby, little indie podcasts. Yeah. No, no, well, it's, and again, that, it's that not is, a bad show. Not I mean, a bad that show. is what I tried to do at the start is like whenever I recommended like a big, well-known podcast, I'd try to recommend an, uh, an equally unknown, well-produced podcast. But Please send us in your yeah. unknown, well-produced podcast. Please do. Please do. Mm, yeah. We yeah. will definitely listen to them because now Stories. there's an appetite for them now that we're like salivating for them after <laughs> all of the big budget stuff we've done. Yeah. I, I think this this is... This kind of podcast is definitely part of the evolution, like like how we can have the have the golden age of TV, and everyone's trying to replicate that kind of TV show ongoing. And about fifty percent of them hit. Uh, I will have the same in like everyone's trying to go after that Q code yep. thing, that Q code identity at the moment. Um, where there will always be a place for the knife point horrors. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's an either or formula here. Yeah. So you can definitely support both, but it it is kind of incumbent on the on the on the listener looking for the smaller guy yeah. as well. And again, it's not it's not that it's a bad show. I think it's I had so much fun listening to it. I will be finishing my listening, but it, again, I think it just raised like the bigger question for me. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Just well, that's the thing. Like, crisis. I, <laughs> I would equate this to the TV show Get Smart. Like, I understand that it's funny and that people like it, but I just I don't I don't get it. I feel so I, don't, yeah. I feel like it flips back. Like, I feel like they go like a kind of a increased joke per minute, and then it gets to more serious. Like, it's it's not quite yeah. as bam bam bam. Like, it's got a kind of an ebb and flow roller coaster mm. to it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Plus, Natasha Leone's character is awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, enough about podcast existentialism. Let's have a chat about my recommendation, which was the New York Times Rabbit Hole, which is a podcast, limited series podcast, um, about uh, how the internet changes people specifically on particular platforms. Yeah, let's get actually existential. Yeah. This, is, uh... <laughs> this didn't cause me to rock back and forth and want to send it to my <laughs> brother, but know that he would bite my head off if I ever sent it to him and say, you're the problem. 
Um, what would you think? <laughs> I love my brother. It's true, but he does he does love Joe Rogan. So um, I honestly had to go through my notes because I could have sworn that we'd reviewed this before because of h- how long it sat in top pods, new and noteworthy. Like it has been in my periphery for so long that I was dead convinced that we'd reviewed it before until I started. So listening. was I. <laughs> just because the 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 cover art had just been burned into it's like on a on a television screen, it like burned its imprint into the corner of my mm. brain. Um, this is terrifying and excellent. Um, the way in the first couple of episodes that they go back through somebody's entire YouTube history to find out the trajectory of mm. their thought pattern change is insane and scary. And honestly, it made me feel really sad and uncomfortable. Um, but it also then just made me think of all of the people in my lives who are now like, there's so many videos about it. How can it not be true? And it just made me want to cry. Um, yeah. The people who need to listen to these shows won't. won't. So I'll just cry about it in a corner. <laughs> it's very good, but I'm going to cry now. Some of them will. Some of them will. Because, well, it because made... they're linking to things that they are passionate about. Look, if enough, true, people, true. if enough people who are sane... Um, make reference to these assholes in their content, it will eventually, through the web, get served to the right people. Yeah, and also it's about... Because it was so tenuous. Like, the link just blew my mind. Like, you'd be listening to something that was that was reasonable and then someone on the reasonable podcast would have a guest and then it would serve you something from that guest who was maybe not so reasonable and then it would serve you someone from the guest that they were on the podcast. Like, the web just of, you know, far extremism just started off so small. Yeah, <laughs> I think for me, everything that you said is 100% true and I 100% agree. For me, this podcast, To Get Existential, is a very interesting window into what will be the future mm-hmm. when, more so than it is now, when everyone's lives are traceable and trackable back to their childhood, when we're all cataloging ourselves online and people can go back and see exactly where you were, what you were doing who you were doing it with, what you were thinking at the time, that is a really... I think this podcast is the first step along that road where I can imagine running for politics in 20 years is going to be, well, you know, we found on YouTube yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, or we found on Pornhub or we found on WikiFeet, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that being said, I think this podcast does it in a very responsible way uh, and does it to try to illustrate that point. However, it is doing so by doing it, yeah. Uh, which you have to to illustrate that it can be done. But I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah, mm. I think that that's... I am broken. Because I'm sure that these people haven't even... You didn't even speak on the phone to all of these people. You just find the digital trail and that's that's how that's how it happens. Mm. Um, and it's interesting because you look at the landscape now and it's like you, they gamify those experiences. So when mm-hmm. you check in somewhere, it's gamifying it. Like you're basically enticing people to do that. And I remember reading things and this is, again, kind of separate, but I guess running parallel to it. Companies were hiring, psych, hiring psychologists to come on board full-time to look at the behaviours of people so they could tweak algorithms to push trajectories or push mm. specific content on the highest paying bit and all that sort of stuff, which I thought was fascinating, but also, oh my God, <laughs> that's fucked. But this is, again, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only it's only mildly horrifying if you think about it. Yep. I, yeah. I, I do think for me, looking at this show, it really is kind of not so much a relic, but it is very much of its time rather than exploring like I think I said when I recommend uh, when I recommended it it doesn't explore other subcultures of the internet it is these specific subcultures that were prominent or that are yeah. still prominent at the time so QAnon the YouTube other social media as well but those very quite specifically um, and I feel like this show does lend itself to exploring that but it's obviously it's quite clear goal here is to analyse why these particular groups of subsects of people are the way they are yeah um, again scary show I really loved it but yeah I'm glad you guys liked it's, it it's <laughs> Uh, I liked it. I'm like, very depressed now. <laughs> it, but it is, it's, it's this. It isn't a make angry show, but it no, is. No, it's, it's a make scared. It's a make scared show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that I'm just fucking sitting podcast, here rocking back and forth that, now. That podcast art too, yeah. like, is <laughs> yeah. like the Big Brother Eye kind yeah. of. You know, like, yeah, it's good shit. But yeah, anyway. Well, I'm glad Burned that you guys. People brain. should definitely listen to it. Like, this is this is a recommend from me. I know that I've I've. Kind I of feel come like a, a, there's a lot of people I know who would listen to it and be like, "This is just what mainstream media wants you to think." It's done by the failing New York Times. Yeah, the York failing Times. New York Times, just like that uh, super successful former president. Yeah. <laughs> says. Oh yeah. yeah, I know him well. Um, cool, great. Oh, how good is that? I can't wait. The niche podcast, <laughs> chestnut chat. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Anyway, that'll do us for this week. Um, as always, you can get us on that's not canon.com forward slash castology. If you have a niche podcast, please, yeah, about yep. water, we can already, have another niche off. If you do have the podcast for dust or the podcast for lint that I was looking for, <laughs> let me know, yeah, or start it and then get a few episodes in, yeah, send it in. I would listen yep. to dust. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone know uh, how does dust sound? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know why I sound like a cat, but whatever. Not sure where this ending went. Doesn't uh, matter. It definitely got away from it. Does, us. It, it doesn't matter. But yeah, that's not canon.com forward slash castology. There's a form on there. Zane will listen to all of it and then hopefully send those podcasts my I way will. or Liz's way or mm-hmm. even Zane's way as well, which is... Uh, it's true. I get first pick because I, I listen. It's very true. It's, true. it's very yeah. true. And you can get us on all socials as well if you just search castology or castology podcasts. We are around and it's yep. great. Now, before we go, I did want to... I forgot that I, we need to back announce. So, Liz, your niche off podcast recommendation was... The Erasable Podcast. It's about pencils. 172 <laughs> episodes about pencils. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Zane? Uh, Chestnut Chat. It's about conquers competitions in regional UK. But it's made up and fake. Well, it's a comedy podcast, yes. Are they all comedy? Uh, and my recommendation was whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's? <laughs> whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's? Whatever happened to all you can eat at Pizza Hut? I want to know that. Someone do a podcast on that. Yeah. That shit was great. Oh, it was. God. There's only one in That's Queensland now, isn't there? Anyway. It, I thought it closed. Did it? I don't know. Oh. All right. We'll do an investigation. It's fun. Anyway, uh, that'll do us for this week. I've been one of your hosts, Nick Bleak. Across me has been Zane C. Weber. To my left has been Elizabeth H. Best. Keep enjoying your podcast, people. <laughs> 